Hi, and welcome to another episode of Dawncast. My name is Kathy Ngo. And I'm Di Lee. And today we have Fernando Monti joining us. Fernando is the director at Monti and Smith Events, who creates premium hospitality experiences for clients such as Sydney Festival, Sydney Writers Festival, uh, Groove into the Moo. This is a really long list. <laughs> and Vivid. Fernando has also been working as catering and sustainability manager for Sydney Festival for the last 10 years. Welcome, Fernando, to the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for accepting. Yes, thanks for joining <laughs> us. How's it going so far with uh, the whole, you know, coronavirus situation and um, with the event space? Mm. Yeah, it's been, it's been very interesting. It's been really hard, of course. Uh, we pretty much lost our business overnight uh, wow. as a lot of different uh, event companies as well. So I remember that f I think it was Friday, March the 13th, we had, it was when the prime minister first announced the, uh, that events wouldn't be able to happen again. And I think the change was coming on Monday, but that morning I had five foot trucks booked to do an event for Cricket Australia at the SDG. And I get the call at 7.30 in the morning and and they were telling me that the event was going to be canceled. Wow. Wow. So that was the first the first news that we received that really sh you know shaped shaked up everything. <laughs> and then we managed to do our last event that weekend which was at the in the Hunter Valley which was it's called Wine Machine. Mm. So that was the last event that we did and then up after that, then no more events. So all our clients canceled all their events and everything, including, you know, Vivid and Groovinamu, which is a um, touring music festival that usually happens in April and May. Right. So, so that was for us. It was it was a really tough time when we first received the news. Yeah. So Friday the thirteenth, you got the news. All Friday events. The Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. And, and what, what were you supposed, what was your involvement? Like what was your business? What was it looking after? Yes. So our business, we look after food and beverage and sponsorship for events. So for a lot of events that we do, we contract food trucks and catering companies to provide the services for the event, either for public catering or for uh, artist catering, for example. So, and we also do a lot of... Um, we secure sponsorship for events as well, as well as we work in creating activations for events such as Vivid and for clients such as Lendley's uh, and Darling Square that we've been helping them to, um, to just create experiences for people to come to that space, um, which is, it's been really successful. But unfortunately, now we don't know how and when we're going to come back which is pretty, pretty scary, but I think uh, there is a, a lot to take from that and we've been working on different things now, you know, so, yeah. So, so what have you been doing the last two months? Oh, from the Friday the 13th, what ha what, <laughs> how have you pivoted or have you pivoted? Yeah, because yeah, there's a lot of so I, um, virtual events now and I yeah. mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on virtual events, but it, I mean, it seems as though it's happening everywhere that we see. But yeah, what's your thoughts on that? And also, yeah, what, I mean, of course, to your original question, whatever you've been up to as mm -hmm. well. So we've been, uh, since that, we've uh, 
we talked a lot about other opportunities and talk about also virtual events and what could we do be doing uh, during this time, right? Because uh, one thing that we know and one thing that we're very hopeful is that events will come back and with the easy of the restrictions, hopefully we'll, we'll be seeing events back in hopefully in October or the beginning of the year, right? So we've been very hopeful all this time. And I think it's a time where we all the different business in the industry are sticking together and that's really great to see, right? So for us, it gave us a lot of hope and we're talking to a lot of clients that they are, no, we're booking our events, we're postponing our events for October, for September or for early next year. So there is a lot of hope there. So we, we are, we're working on creating now plans on how to manage these events with social distancing and with, um, with uh, which I call controlled environments, right? Uh, so that's the idea. I think it's now for us to put those plans together and look, look in the future and go, we'll be able to do events hopefully and how we're gonna manage those events and social distance at these events. So I think that the moment we've been just working on this, right? And, uh, and trying to come up with alternatives. Um, we also had another business, which we started about a year and a half ago, and now gave us the opportunity to really focus on this business because we were so busy with events and everything else that now we actually have time to focus on this, this a second business of ours, which is a brewery. Oh, oh. Not that I, not that I drink beer, I don't drink, but I just thought the interesting part of you setting up a brewery <laughs> business. <laughs> what, what's yeah, up? So is it a craft very, beer or what is it? Yeah, so it's a craft beer. We've got uh, five different flavors at the moment. Um, and it's been really good to work in a different environment and to just to just to try to create awareness of our business, of our of our brand and our brand is it's all about music and beer and music right so it's been really interesting to just to get the word out there and and increase our distribution through the country and just work on something different which we didn't have really much time before to do what's and it, it called? Might actually become our main main source of income yeah in the future who yeah. knows has so, it has it been officially <laughs> launched yet or is still in that kind of testing yes. phase no, it has. It's, so it's called um, Cattle Yard Brewing Co. Okay. Cattle yeah, Yard, is it? Uh, Cattle Yard or Yard? Yeah. Yard. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Congrats. And, uh, yeah. So it's been, it's been really good. So it's been very interesting to suddenly uh, have, you know, just have that time to focus on something else, mm. which I think a lot of people are doing is trying to find that other passion of yours and really focusing your time on something else. That's, oh, that's true. That's exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what we're, we're doing, doing right now. Yeah, yeah. We, 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 we are focusing on, on pod, vodcasting, as, uh, as we call it. Uh, previously to that, we were more focusing on leadership development, training, workshops. Mm -hmm. Now we're focusing mainly on this, so uh, like what you're doing. But so beer and music, or, or craft beer and music, why, why do you... 
um, combine. Like it makes sense though. Like yeah, you're like, you're like, <laughs> 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 is it? Is it? But but music. What kind of? The interest is that he said, you know, get in the groove. Yeah. So we I, started. Yeah. Um, we started the business with the promoters for Grooving the Move, which is this touring festival in Australia. Right. So we became partners about a year and a half ago to create the beer. So the beer was basically first to for us to sell at the festival. Ah. So that's the whole link with uh, with uh, with the music industry, right? So from that, then we we saw we we thought that our beer it, it is about people being together, people being to share experiences, share music, share love for music, and especially at this time, it's for us a platform for us also to help uh, and promote Australian artists. So we've been asking for a lot of different Australian artists to share. We've got a playlist on Spotify, which is our Kettleyard Brewing Co. playlist. Okay. So, and we're asking um, artists to create playlists for us, who, you know, just play with whatever they're listening to yep. at the moment. Yep. And then we share into our, social, our socials, um, which has been really interesting. So that's, that's the connection with music. And for us, we all we love events. We love music. We love beer. <laughs> Do you think that the event space, even though from the first of June, um, restaurants, pubs, and uh, are allowed to seat uh, a gap, people can gather up to fifty people. Mm-hmm. Uh, would that still? would it make it easier for events to bring people together or do you think there'll be lots of challenges in terms of the social distancing distancing rules still in place i i think there'll be a lot of challenges i think for pubs restaurants um small business like that you see that i don't know i've been talking to a lot of friends that they are not ready to go to a restaurant even though they they will be able to from the first of june Right. So I think if you look at events uh, in the future, you will definitely have part of population that won't be ready to do that. So I think that's one challenge for us. That's one of the biggest challenge for us. It's how you provide that safe environment so people will be comfortable to come to events. Um, but there's a lot of a lot of friends as well that they they cannot wait. I can't wait. Kathy and I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, and I think and I think how the government is doing is very important because you are doing in a small, steady way. So we saw with ten people that restaurants were trying to adapt, and I think they did a really good job by doing that, a lot of business uh, doing that. I know it's hard and sometimes not. it's not worthwhile just opening for 10 people, yeah. even though you can put maybe two or three settings at night yeah. or, you know, during the day. But, um, you, but I think now with 50, maybe we'll provide that opportunity to a lot of business to start getting back into making, you know, in having a, a proper income and making money and, and and now, of course, with JobKeeper, I think a lot of a lot of them um, manage to keep their employees on, which is really good. So, other than the health and, and safety and of, and um, sorry, what was that? Oh no, no, sorry. Oh, sorry. You're welcome. Uh, so, other than the health and safety of um, people who are going to these events uh, and social distances, distancing, sorry. What other things do event organisers and um, people like yourself need to be aware of as well? Like what's the kind of 
post-COVID event trend that you see? Well, I think it'll be, of course, event organizers will have to look at external factors and see what's happening um, in the world. Being chat, you know, they are a lot of event organizers already talk, uh, chatting to government and local councils to see what will be possible. I think it's very, it's still a little bit early for us to, to know what's going to happen and how this is going to happen. But I think a lot of companies, as I said before, are putting plans in place so we can have a discussion around guidelines and if it's going to be possible. It is similar to, it's not the same thing, but it's similar to, for example, the management of alcohol at events or health and, or health and safety or food safety and other guidelines where event organizers, they put forward the guidelines and how they're going to, you know, uh, manage those events based on that. And then, of course, uh, together with emergency services and, you know, New South Wales Police and, and, uh, and the government, they'll, um, we all come to an agreement on how this will, will be best managed. So I think there is, it's a long process. Uh, we're still a while away from having those, having events, but hopefully we'll be able to find a way because we need events, right? And we I, have so many, yeah, so many people out of jobs. Um, Absolutely. Is, it's Be crazy. Because, yeah. I mean, events such as Vivid, uh, Sydney's, a Sydney Festival, a Sydney Writers Festival, I mean, that, that, that's, you, you're talking about thousands of people gathering. Yes. And, and that's yes. now, I mean, it must have, like, what was going through your mind on the 13th, Friday the 13th, when, when those events were cancelled? Like, how, how did you process that in terms of, obviously, that's your... Uh, Bread and butter. Oh, actually, bread and butter. Yeah. Your core business yeah. with beer. I think the first, the first thing you, you <laughs> think <beer>. is <laughs> with beer. With beer, with your new beer. <laughs> well, at Lots least, of beer. At least, I, at least I had beer in the fridge. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think the first, the first re uh, reaction was, um, what are we going to do? Are we going to find? Have to go and find a job, right? Or how this is going to work? Because we knew we had a, we were very lucky because we worked with uh, amazing clients that, you know, paid us cancellation fees and and postponed events and things like that. But a lot of a lot of business don't have that no. or didn't have that luxury, right? So for us, we were like, okay, we've got so many months that we still have a cash flow to stay afloat, and what happens after that? So when the job keeper got announced, we were like, okay, so at least we can. Keep paying ourselves right it's just me my business partner one of the and we usually work with contractors right so we don't have a lot of stuff it's just the two of us so we didn't have that pressure which is really good for our business but can you imagine business with you know 50 employees staff yeah. Yeah. Staff absolutely yeah and hospitality yeah yeah so that so that was the that was the scary moment when you just look at it and go wow What's going to happen? Are we not going to have three months ago? I was, I was joking with my, my business partner saying, Oh, we work in events. We're always going to have events, whatever happens. Right. Yes. <laughs> and then suddenly, wow. We don't have any more events. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's tough, but I think it's the time where I, again, is the, the hope and how you pivot from this situation, how you look at your business and say, what can I do? 
and focus on what you can do and uh, and try to come up with a, with a solution or or um, a new idea or just being hopeful mm. that you know and just I think it's 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 waking up in the morning and saying okay that's not gonna work today we have I to try need, something else yeah. <laughs> so I have to find something else I need to do something and I need to you know even if and if it's just developing new skills or actually talking to other people in the business and say how can I help mm. Mm. and what are you doing how can I do the same because people are really now sharing experiences and people are willing to work together. I think one of the main things that will happen is that uh, we'll see a lot more of the shared economy now, right? Where, where business will start sharing resources. Collaborate. I know of, 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 um, some business. Yeah. I know of some business that are already sharing delivering services or sharing things like that, right? Um, so it's, I think it's really good. So I think it, in a way, we'll put a lot of business in the sector in the same playing field, mm. which is really good. So are you going to barter your beer for another service? <laughs> <laughs> like fried, fried chicken or something? <laughs> Maybe. Because it, it complements each other. Fried chicken, beer, yeah. music. Uh, but, exactly. But, but even with beer, though, I mean, you would need a gathering of normally, you know, you go down the pub for a beer. Now, again... Do, yeah. So, so how are you going to overcome that challenge as well in terms of the gathering of people to have a beer? Yeah, with music. That's, that that was very interesting because we we decided to invest a little bit more on a, an online shop. So our beer, our brew is based in Newcastle. So we're thinking how we're going to deliver beer to people in Newcastle. Right, because the pubs are closed, so all our clients now are not selling beer. Right, so we just we open a, a store online. We've got our sales and marketing uh, guy there that he lives in Newcastle. So we invested in a small caddy, small car, and now he's doing deliveries. Right, that's Newcastle, so cool. Which is really good. <laughs> And then a friend of ours, Michael Watson, he owns an, a company called Watson Events. And he used to do bar, manage, bar management for big events. So he had an idea of creating a delivery services, delivery service for alcohol, right, in Sydney. So it's called uh, Boozy. And he started delivering alcohol. It, they, they, they deliver cold within an hour to Sydney Metro. And then we asked Michael, can you also stock our beer and start delivering, right? So, and that's how I say it all this, suddenly we've got all these different business coming together to create something new and, and you stay. And I think the most important thing is try to stay relevant during this time mm. and try to build that customer base because uh, I think that's will be really important when you come out on the other side, mm. right? that you have that connection with community, that you have connection with your, your the business that you usually work with. So, yeah, so that's that's how we're doing it. And it's, uh, it's not easy, um, you know, and the beer is very new. So we're trying to, to increase distribution and everything, but, uh, but step by step, we'll get there. So who's, <laughs> who's your competition? Who, who, who are you competing against? I mean, the beer market in Australia is quite- oh, heaps, like it's, young yeah. Henry's. Oh, it's, it's huge. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's huge, but it's very interesting. Again, I don't think there is. Uh, we're not competing to anyone. I think we are. We huh? are. We are. We are not the brand of beer in Australia that is is uh, trying to offer something different. And like uh, we look at uh, at at friends from other beer companies that are doing amazing and that we know them very well, and we exchange experiences and everything. And that's that's very important. Um, and because we do sponsorship for events as well, we've been working with a lot of beer companies that usually sponsor our events. So we have that connection with them as well. So, and when we started the beer, we started working with the guys from Capital Brewery in Canberra. So they helped us a lot in the beginning. So we were brewing the beer through them. Uh, so there is that sense of, uh, of the craft beer industry in Australia being a very um, cohesive and, you know, and uh, supportive. It's interesting. Which I think it's, it's very good. I think it's, it's a new uh, world for I think us. There is, yeah. yeah <laughs> there is space for everyone. And I think it's, uh, it's, a growing, it's a growing industry, especially now uh, <laughs> that everyone is drinking. What's um, craft beer? I mean, I, I, do you drink beer? Not much. Um, not at all. But, um, yeah, I've never actually... Yeah. That's a good question because I've what? never really understood. Like, I always think it's... A beer is a beer, isn't it? It's what's, like hipster beer. Yeah. So, what's a craft <laughs> beer to a normal beer? So, a craft beer, well... And they're both alcohol beer. content, got alcohol content, yeah. haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Pardon my yeah. ignorance. <laughs> well, craft beer is... Uh, I think the name it already tells tells it's it's not produced in, in large scale and it's also um it's also it's craft right it's uh it's uh uh we've got different brewers creating small recipes and small batches right and trying different flavors and usually there's a lot of people that that build that um make beer at home and then from those is it legal recipes, then Sorry? Is it legal to make beer at home? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. We should as do long something. as it's not for uh, for uh, <laughs> commercial purposes. For commercial purpose, <laughs> you can you can you can easily find a, a small brewing kit online and buy and try uh, make beer. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, when you talk about flavors, do they like different fruit flavor, or what do you mean by? Yeah, fruit flavors or in beer. It's very right. interesting. Or, or people, yeah, people try different things. You see, um, we have to try. We have to I, try this, Kath. Kathy, we know, have to probably have you're something. Put, you're going to put chili <laughs> in it, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, put chili I'm in it. I'm going to send you a few samples. You can try a little bit and let me know what you think. Yeah, okay. okay. That's a good idea. Have a sampling session. Yeah, but <laughs> so, so I mean, then how do you, I mean, if, as you just mentioned, it's you create smaller batches, but then the economies of scale, like, then how do you make money? Like, uh, the cost of then... Producing it's, that. It's art. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. There's it's no art. money in art. <laughs> but it's pure passion and joy. No, it is, a, it is a big challenge because, of course, um, so we don't have – currently we don't have a proper brewery set up because, of course, Cost. It is, it's expensive, right? Yeah. Um, but we are looking now at a, at, a, at a new space. So hopefully in in not too long we'll have a, we'll have a brewery. But – so what we do at the moment is we do what a lot of other people do, which is we take our recipes and we take to a brewery like an established brewery. Like now we work with the Australian brewery and they are already a very well-established business. And we come with the recipe and our brewer, he goes to the Australian brewery and say, this is our recipe, this is how much we want 
produced. And then that's how we've been um, brewing our beer. Exactly. And then, then of course, all the marketing and everything, we do everything all the, from the label and everything. So we created a beer brand. And mm. now for us, it's how from a beer brand and from a concept and, uh, and a recipe, you turn into a, a, you know, a scalable business. Right. Mm. So that's how that now we are in this process now, which is a very challenging process. But of course, because we, you need a lot of investment as well. So, but I think it's a it's a very good learning um, process. But it will it will take a while until you know you 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 increase enough distribution so you can start making money. But uh, but it's uh, that's the the goal. <laughs> Are you going to go back to? I mean, obviously, your event space will continue uh, as as the restrictions uh, kind of get lifted. You will continue to focus on building your event space again. Obviously, taking yes. into consideration all of those changes and the new normal that we have to operate in, don't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll definitely, um, we'll definitely, will we'll continue to do events. Uh, it's our passion. We love doing events. And then, and we are already talking to a lot of clients that they, you know, about their, their events. Um, hopefully in October, we'll be able to, to have events. Um, if not, then definitely we'll be, we'll be there for Sydney Festival, which they're working on an, uh, an amazing Australian, um, Australian focused with Australian artists. Um, Wonderful. For 2021. For, for 2021. 2021 in January. So yeah. yeah. So I think, and again, we'll be all about the controlled environments and how you, how you manage people in theaters and in different spaces. So I think we'll see some um, um, theaters starting to operate, and we'll see how they're going to operate with social distancing and everything. So I think there is there is a lot of hope there. We're excited. I think it's the time to be you know to be excited and try to to keep to keep um yeah to keep hope and uh yeah hopefully we'll we'll, we'll be having a beer together at yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we should have um had that pre-warning and yeah right now <laughs> that's right take a beer and go uh, we would just say here you go but lock of water go with we'll go with the beer oh, uh, oh, we're sponsored by yeah. cattle yard beer and co yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'd like to wish you great, uh, you know, lots of luck with um, and success. Great, not luck, uh, luck, but success and and growth with uh, Cattle Yard Brewing Company, and also your events company. Thank you so well. much. No, yeah. I appreciate. It. Thank you. Yeah. So well, I think that's all we have time for, for today. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you oh, for thank watching. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for for jumping on. Um, well, guys, that was Fernando, and my name is Kathy Ngo. And I'm Dai Lee. And please remember, if you want to hear more of this type of content, subscribe. Click on the link below, the bell there. It says, you know, subscribe. Yep, so you get the notification. Okay, notification and, uh, you know, subscribe to us and support us to grow. So see you next time. See Bye. you next time. Bye.